Hello, hello. Hello, advanced English learners. So happy you're here joining us for a live with Greg and Mary Daphne. So welcome. How are you doing today, Greg? Doing very well. I had a lovely workout this morning down in the uh, the gym, and so I'm feeling fresh and ready to talk. That's awesome. Rejuvenated. Yeah, yeah. I did a nice, uh, today's my recovery day, so I did a yoga and Pilates. Um, and What's it was Pilates? Pilates, it was, it's a type of exercise actually invented um, for injured ballet dancers oh. um, to rehab, recoup. And so um, Joseph Pilates invented this. And I used to do a lot of Pilates back when I was a uh, serious ballet dancer. Um, and so uh, I would do it on the days that I didn't have ballet just to keep those muscles engaged and strengthened. Right. So it's, uh, it's basically, if you think of um, yoga, but more like on the ground mm -hmm. and a lot of like ab work and core strengthening. I think of like glutes. limb movements. Like yeah, it's like arms, that. It's like levers. Yeah. Okay. And then there's the thing that I love, the Pilates reformer, which is yes. the newer thing. It's a very scary looking piece of machinery. It's a workout equipment. But, yeah. Uh, it, it looks like a torture device. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. But I love it. It's, it's awesome. I really want to get one, but maybe one day. We'll be right back after this short break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So our topic today for this live is all about making requests in English. And we put out a lesson earlier this week about how to politely make a request. Mm. Because, um, you know, there's that fine tuning, right? At the advanced level, it's not just about saying something that's grammatically correct. It's also about being pragmatically correct and using the language the way that people use the language in that culture, right? Right. And I remember you described grammatically correct as, right, the grammar, um, like it's syntactically accurate. Uh, and then pragmatically correct is is being used in a way that that is it would be normally used, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah, that's it. And and so we're really focusing now at this level, right? You're, you're advanced, you're communicating in English, you are probably doing business in English, you are living in places where English is spoken. And so you really want to be fine-tuning and, and working on the pragmatics, the language use. And so um, we're really happy to have you here. So today we're talking about the difference also between a request mm. and a command, <laughs> right? Because sometimes the lines blur. 
and it's not very clear to the person to whom you're speaking if you what are you're issuing yeah right right are you politely asking them to open the window or close the window or are you mandating you know giving them that order that command uh to do so right so maybe we use that example um maybe let's let's talk about opening the window yeah one as a command yeah one as a request right so for me uh if i were to uh if you were telling me to open the window yeah your command would be go open that window right yeah. it's like very strict but it doesn't have to be that aggressive you could just say open that window right yeah or just open the window open the window open the window open the window yeah that's a command mm -hmm. right in my and mind. even in a softer tone open the window right right that's still right it's still a command even right. if you use a softer tone it's a command yeah and and uh so before we compare them let's talk about this one so that's the command yeah uh the request would would be would you mind opening the window yeah would you mind opening the window? Right. Would you mind opening the window? And so the difference there is subtle, but it's a very meaningful difference. It's a very pragmatic difference. Yes. Um, because when the first one, the command, open the window, it to me, it says, I have no choice, right? This is, this is something I have to do. Uh, and I'm basically, she's my boss and I have to follow her instructions, right? right? That's the impression I get. Yeah. Right, open the window. Yeah, like you must open this window, right. or, or else. Or else. Yeah, or else you don't get dinner, <laughs> right, or something. Ooh, that'd be bad. Yeah. Um, by by contrast, the the second one, right, the the request, would you mind opening the window? Mm -hmm. Even though it's really asking the same thing, yeah, it's presenting it to me in a way that it gives me an option. Yeah, you have a choice. I have a choice. Right, yeah. and and coming from the American uh, English context, because we're both American and we're, you know, in the American uh, in English context, so that's the frame of reference we're using, we don't really like being told what to do, right? I mean, there's a difference when, you know, somebody, authority commands it, then we have to do it. But with the request, we don't really like to be told to open the window. We like to be asked to open the window. We like to... Invited to open the window. Exactly. We could open the window or we could not open the yeah. window. We have a choice, right? Yes. So we have that power of agency. So if I'm cold, uh, if I'm hot, and I don't want to... Wait, If open the window. Well, if it's winter if it's and you're winter hot... And I'm hot. You might want to open the window. I might want to open the window. But let's say I don't want to open the window. I could say, no, you know, I don't really want to. It's nice and warm in here. Mm. Right? So yeah. I could just say, I I'm sorry, like, I don't want to. It's cold outside and I don't want to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I have a choice. And if I say it nicely, but now do that same thing where Greg's commanding me. Go ahead. Open the window. No. No. Right? Like, I feel, I feel a little bit like my rights have been... Right. You know, infringed upon yeah. or something. Yeah. And I'm I don't, you know, I don't feel like I had the choice there. Right. And so it, I get it, aggressive. Exactly. It elicited this almost elicited this almost defensive response, right? It brought this defensive response out of you, which is no. Yes. Yeah, like, right? No. Uh and uh sometimes when, when you use that kind of language even if they were okay with opening the window, they'll say no anyways. Good point. Just because they don't want to be told what to do, whatever it is. Yeah, good point. That's a really um, good point. Whereas when you invite them to do it, you know, yeah. would you mind opening the window? Happy to. Or you might say, you know, I would love to, um, but I'm actually a little bit cold right now. 
So let me get a sweater first. Let me get a sweater and then I can do that, yeah. right? And then I might say, "Oh, if you're cold, don't worry about it," right? Right. So there's a conversation, right? And that's and that's so important because it enables more efficient and effective communication. We'll be right back after this short break. Right, as opposed to one person commanding the other and the other person getting angry and then maybe returning the favor. Right, and so giving the other person the command later on, right. like cook dinner. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe you that could won't ask. Go over so, uh, yeah. Exactly, it's not the right way of doing it. And so, you know, there's really that distinction. And we gave ten different ways that you can make a request, and these are polite, sort of, you know, subtle ways. You're asking, but you're not necessarily asking. You're kind of like hinting at you really want this done. Um, but you're doing it a polite way where you're giving them a choice yeah. to either do it or tell you something else, give you another Yeah, it's super, thing. super useful. And so you should definitely check out that, that video um, because this, this kind of um, distinction between the two can make a huge difference in terms of the attitude of the person you're interacting with, right? And if you do it the right way, you have a very positive friendly interaction. If you do it the wrong way, even though you meant well, uh, the other person could have a very negative reaction. Uh, and that can really hurt your ability to interact with them in a, you know, a calm and, and sort of productive way. Absolutely. And there is such a thing as too direct or too overt. So in American culture, we tend to be direct, but we still shroud it in politeness. There are still, you know, maxims, um, politeness strategies that we and protocol that we follow in order to maintain the relationship, leave a favorable impression. You know, like I said, we don't really like being told what to do. Uh, we like having the choice. And there's that saying in English, you attract more bees with honey, <laughs> right, than with vinegar. So use the honey. Right? And get what you want. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Um, and so it's a good it's a good thing to keep in mind, right? Being direct, being stating what you want, right? You want the window open, so you're gonna ask that, but do it in a nice way. Yeah. Um, there's something in, in English um that we call implicature, and I'm gonna make a whole separate video about that. But there's even more subtle ways of asking someone to do something. Mm. Um, and there's different types, but I'll just give one just as a little, like, teaser. So let's say uh, I want Gregory to open the window, right? So I can say, instead of saying, could you open the window, would you mind opening the window, could you please open the window, all of which are polite requests, if you want to take it a step further and be even more subtle, right, you say something like, it's freezing in here. Aren't you cold? Uh, right? Clever. And by that... I understand, well, I see the window open, so I'm, I'm thinking, okay, well, that means that she's cold. Maybe she wants me to close the window. And if it's not clear, so for example, let's run, that, let, let's run through that. So Greg's going to ask me that, that in that way I'm cold, but without asking me. Whew, it's yeah. a little bit chilly in here. Okay, so how I can respond to that is, oh, let me close the window. Oh, that would be terrific. Okay. Thank you. Right? And that's what he wants. Now, the other way I could respond is, oh, are you cold? Should I close the window? Yeah, I'd, I'd actually really love that. Thank you for asking. Right. 
So in that case, like in the second example of my response, I'm not sure if he wants the window closed. So I do a check. I do a comprehension check to see if I understood his intention, what he implied, right? The implicature. Yeah. So that's a little teaser. I'm going to make a separate lesson about that and we'll unpack that later. But that's another way of really being polite. And again, this is advanced. So we're not just talking about saying things correctly. We're talking about subtleties. And, and that's really what differentiates the novice learner, the intermediate learner from the advanced learner, the person who's really now soaking up the culture, right? Language and culture are combined. We call it lingua culture. And so we can't have one without the other. And, and to be really, you know, to have communicative confidence means that we understand the pragmatics. And so that's what we're here for. You know, if you have any questions as to, uh, you know, how to make a polite request, in a way that's not aggressive and not pushy, then check out the video that I, we put out earlier this week. Look at this one again. Ask some questions in the comments section, and, and we'll, we're here for you. Um, and so I think that's a nice way to wrap up. Yeah, absolutely. Practice uh, these requests. Very handy. Definitely worth getting good at because um, you'll have a lot better interactions with uh, the people that you meet. That's right. And you'll leave a, a good impression on them yes right so that you can cultivate a friendship with them yeah well said all right well thanks for joining us thank you everyone yep happy advanced english learning and we will catch you in the next lesson and the next live stream